Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. On first down. Trouble. That's Chase Young who got to him first. 55 yards. 54 was the record. Steve Christie and Moody, the rookie, nails it. This Mahomes goes out. Going deep. Going deep. And it's caught at the 10 yard line. First and goal. Pacheco cuts it outside. Tries to do it a second time. And he lost the football. And the Niners are on it. Javon Jennings, a great play. This ball's in the air for a long time. McCaffrey's able to pull it down. And he's going in for the touchdown. Javon Jennings with a touchdown pass. Second on the play clock. Second and nine. Purdy's pass. Caught. Jennings did it. What an effort breaking tackles. Now he's thrown for a touchdown. And caught another. 24 yards. And it is. Nodded at 16. He's made two from outside 50 today. This is half that distance. From 27 yards, he makes it. The game on the line. Jump off sides first. Mahomes has it. He's easily going to get the first. Third and a football. Not a big deal now unless you don't get it. Go up top. Mahomes. Cradles it and goes down to the 13-yard line. 10 yards from the win. Mahomes throws it to Kelsey in the middle of the field. Kelsey plowing ahead. Kelsey still on his feet. And I believe he's going to have the first and goal to go. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hardman. Jackpot. Kansas City. The seventh longest game in the history of the NFL was one of the most memorable ones as well. And the Chiefs. You're going to hear a lot about it. They have their dynasty. The Super Bowl and an exciting one in Las Vegas. Oh, God. And welcome in to the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We have got Shay, we've got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this football Monday. Open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. The Kansas City Chiefs cap in overtime. They defeat San Francisco 25-22. It's the Chiefs' third Super Bowl title in five years. You talk about a battle-tested team that's been through the ups and downs this year. Think about it, Cap. The greatness of Mahomes is one thing. But a whole season where you don't not sure exactly what the offense looks like without Eric Bieniemy, who takes the commander's job. The same Kansas City teams that had the most drop passes of any unit in the National Football League. You're starting the season losing to Detroit, and you're wondering what's the world going to look like if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. Can you repeat? And the answer is a resounding yes. Yes, you can repeat. And it happened last night. Get the quarterback right. You need a hitman. An assassin. And they've got one. And we don't. That was as entertaining a game as I've watched in any sport in a very, very long time. You cannot beat the National Football League in moments like that. 
Just put the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. It was phenomenal theater. Halftime show, spectacular. But the takeaway is the Bears are now on the clock. They are on the clock. We'll get into all of the decisions. Kyle Shanahan with another meltdown. Meltdown. Why are you taking the ball in overtime first? You blow another 10-point lead? Stop. you got to win one before I'm going to anoint you this guru of the NFL. Good coach. But the takeaway is get the freaking quarterback right. Oh, i got to listen to 73 more days of cap pining for Caleb Wood. You're damn right. I'm going to stick it right down your throat until you understand we have the fourth best quarterback in our division. I want one of those. I aspire to greatness. Why don't you? Well, it'd be great to know if Caleb Williams is Patrick Mahomes. Can you, are you making that call this morning? Or? No. Okay. But I'm going to take a swing at the best guy in the draft. Whoever Paul says that, it, if he says it's Bo Nix, if he says it's this guy, you got the number one pick. Get it done. Well, as far as Patrick Mahomes is concerned and the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, we always have this push and pull about who's great. I think that the term goat is overrated. I think that it's only for the select few. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be able to be called the goat. You can't, it can't have 85 goats in one sport. Correct. I think that it's for a select few. And when you take a look at Patrick Mahomes, looking at what Patrick Mahomes has done, Cap, in this game yesterday, 34 for 46, good for 333 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. It's the same Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs in which they – were underdogs as great as they have been somehow some way against the Bills two and a half point underdog against the Ravens four and a half point underdog in the Super Bowl one and a half point over underdog because people thought there's no way that Mahomes and the Chiefs can get this done and by the way on the surface before you get to the playoffs the way that the Chiefs were up and down you thought okay yes you've been there and done that before but this won't be your year this doesn't feel the same there's a lot of uh, changes with this football team and a lack of focus on this football team as well the excellence of execution was not there all season for the Kansas City Chiefs. It was there in in spots, but no. A lot of people thought, yeah, maybe you take a step back this year to move forward next year. No, no. See, the difference is is Patrick Mahomes. That's the difference. The difference is is that you have someone who is elite at the quarterback position. It may not look pretty all the time, but it's effective. And it's a winning formula. You have Andy Reid, one of the greatest coaches, if not the best coach that we see in the National Football League. A guy that was much maligned, by the way, before he put on the Kansas City Red. A guy that also was a a bridesmaid, could not get it done, underachiever, fireable as a head coach. He puts on that Kansas City Red and look at him. He's got the right quarterback, the right system, and the right players to be able to get it done. My point is, is that with Patrick Mahomes, you can't bet against that guy. I know it might have sounded tongue-in-cheek leading into the Super Bowl, but I'm never betting against that guy again because why would you bet against the best? It was, it's the equivalent of the 90s. Yeah, this will be Jordan's time. He's going to be out. Yeah, there's no way they're going to win another championship. Yeah, I mean, all that infighting, all those question marks about the Bulls. Ah, I'm going with Seattle. I'm going with Portland. Phoenix. I'm going with Phoenix. Yeah. What? Utah's going to get him this time. But you're, but you're going to bet against Jordan? You're going to bet against that guy, that guy's will, that guy's cunning and guile? Patrick Mahomes the greatest that's when you want to use the goat frame not just for some tight end not just for some offensive line no there's greatness because you saw it on display again last night yeah well said the the goat term is thrown around far too often same thing with the word generational 
Look, just evaluate what's in the draft and get the best damn guy. I want one of those. Patrick Mahomes, last night at the podium when he said, don't ever make us an underdog again. (laughs) I loved it. Loved it. Mm -hmm. And he took him down the field. He was helped out by some poor coaching by Kyle Shanahan again in a Super Bowl. He's now 0-2 as a head coach. 0-3 when you count the Atlanta meltdown where he was the offensive coordinator. That was as entertaining a game as I've watched. Oh, baby, was that fun to watch. Yeah, and again, watching just the way this game was going, this was a game in which the 49ers should have been able to win. And for those 40, people that are 49ers fans or those that thought, okay, I like the 49ers to win this game, I want you to think about this because there's a number of people that are in our face, in our mentions, saying that, oh, the 49ers, they got them. There's no, I mean, because look at it. They got Brock Purdy and they have the, the perfect system quarterback and they've got uh, Christian McCaffrey running the football and look at that defense and look at that offensive line. No, no matter what you think of the, the Chiefs, the 49ers has it. Okay. Well, I always thought that the Chiefs were going to win because, again, I'm never going to bet against Patrick Mahomes again. But here's some points about why the 49ers lost the game yesterday, Cap. So I thought that Purdy, his management of the game and his production was fine. But you, you have to have a situation where you give the ball to your playmakers. It's one thing for Purdy to just manage the game, nickel and dime it down the field, run after the catch, getting first downs. It's fine. It's fine. It's not spectacular, but it's fine. But you have to put the ball in the hands of the playmakers like a Christian McCaffrey. The idea that McCaffrey just went away as if he wasn't on the roster in the second half, specifically the third quarter, is just mind-numbing to me. You might have been up 10-3 to at half. That doesn't mean the game's over, <laughs> right? You're right. I mean, one of the best players on that offense is Christian McCaffrey. He finished 22 carries good for 80 yards. I thought it was very odd that the 49ers went away from him and his production running the football. Also, we take a look at uh, just some miscues there by this team, by the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, here's how they could have been able to win. If Ray Ray McLeod does not make that gaffe, if McCaffrey does not fumble the football, Little things like that adds up. Even though it's a whole new game in the overtime, it's little things, I think, that hurt the 49ers most than anything else and decision-making on the sidelines. Yeah, and I didn't even blame Ray Ray McLeod on that. That hit the foot of a 49er, and he's like, oh, God. Yeah. And he raced over and tried to scoop it up. Now, why he didn't dive on the ball there rather than trying to pick it up? Tough. But, I mean, I, I don't put that fumble on him. I put it on really bad break to hit the 49er player right in the foot. And now the ball's live. Oh, God. He's not expecting that. That doesn't happen. Uh, that's Again, the door's open for you to win the game. Correct. And Because I know that everyone's pie along this morning saying, hey, man, you've got to be able to defer in overtime. I mean, hey, it's the coin toss. You win it, defer. And I don't know if Shanahan seems like a smart guy. He should be able to understand what the overtime rules are. He's got to be able to understand that, that things have changed. No, that's like the college game. Exactly like it. If you defer, you can, if Mahomes scores, now you've got to be able to punch back. And you can take as much time off the clock as possible to try to tie the game or go ahead if you get into the end zone for a two-point conversion. I, 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 I hate to think that Shanahan did not know the rules of overtime. I, I think he knew them. He just went, we're taking the football. Let's go. But see, here's where you should be pissed this morning. I'm surprised you didn't come out with this. The big A, once again, analytics comes into mind. What did Shanahan say? Well, our analytics told us. 
right there, you should hit the roof. Our analytics told us what? What do you think, Shanahan, as a football man? Don't you think that you should be able to defer? Let Patrick Mahomes do whatever he's going to do. Score, field goal, whatever. But don't you think that you could have the momentum by running the football with McCaffrey? Take the time off the clock. You score. You get the two-point conversion. Once again, the analytics department says, yeah, you should just yeah, give him the ball. That's what happened. Analytics came to play. Something that you dislike a big time in sports. Yeah, again, I think they play a role. I'm not anti-analytics. Let me be clear. But to automatically, the analytics, no, no. You got that job because you've been around the sport your entire life. What does your gut tell you? Do the right thing. Go for it. Don't go for it. Don't go. Coach, it's 67%. We kick here, and it's 64%. We do this. No, my gut tells me we're going to pick this up, so we're going for it. I don't care if it's the lesser of the two. Well, Cap, when your beak is in the playbook and you're just trying to figure out how you could be able to you know, score again and you're not concerned about whether on the coin flip whether or not you should defer or take it, it's what you get. But the big A, analytics department, gets that, that takes that off of the, off of the uh, playbook for uh, Shanahan, takes it off his, his plate. Right, don't worry about it, Coach. I'll tell you. Analytics says, yeah, give him the ball. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. Now, to me, that's not the, the, the end all for the game. That's something that's a big storyline of the game, Cap. But there's other things, as I just laid out for you, just the inability to run the football in the second half, the three and out, three and out, three and out in the third quarter. That was a killer for 49ers as well. Even though it's a brand new game at overtime, it's the little things, death by a thousand cuts, that prevented the 49ers from winning that Super Bowl yesterday. They made several mistakes. Obviously, you talked about the muff punt. You had the fumble by McCaffrey, and I know that didn't lead to points for Kansas City mm-hmm. at that time. But it also took an opportunity away from the 49ers who were driving. That was a big mistake. The middle of the third quarter, they go seven consecutive passes. Really? Seven consecutive passes? Yeah. What are you doing? You got Christian McCaffrey dominating. He had, what, 150 total yards? He was amazing. 22 for 80. And then he had another uh, 80. Oh, so he finished 160 when you count overtime with his receiving yards. And he had a touchdown. Creative play call by Shanny to get Juwan Jennings to throw that pass to back across. Outstanding. Outstanding. It was as entertaining and as thought-provoking a game as I've watched from so many different perspectives. We could talk about Andy Reid's coaching. We could talk about Shanny's coaching. We could talk about what we take away from that game as it relates to the team now on the clock with the number one pick, our Chicago Bears. There is so much about it. So the question on the table is this, and Shay, let's open the phone lines this morning, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, phone number. Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? Simple question. When you watch the magic of the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that underachieved at times this season, up and down season, to be able to be underdogs in all their playoff games and to win the Super Bowl last night, Patrick Mahomes, the best you've ever seen? Let's talk about it on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Cap and J Hood are back. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
It's the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's hoping that you're going to have a great Monday and a great week as we do a Super Bowl Monday show. If you had a chance to watch that, we want to hear your thoughts and everything you saw in the Super Bowl. 312-332-3776. The Kansas City Chiefs in overtime defeat San Francisco 25-22. to Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Mahomes talking about Andy Reid after the game as the Chiefs win again. They're third Super Bowl title in five years. He's one of the best coaches of all time. I believe he's the best coach of all time. I mean, I know he doesn't have the trophies yet, and I have a lot of respect for some of those great coaches, um, but the way he's able to navigate every single team he has, um, continue to have success no matter where he's at, um, and for me, he brings out the best of me because he lets me be me. I think that's that's important, is he doesn't try to make me anyone else. I, I don't think I'd be the quarterback that I am if I didn't have Coach Reed being the, my head coach. Um, and um, and, he, he, and that, other than that, he wants you to be the best person you can be, and that's something that I think is uh, truly special. He's one of the best coaches of all time. I believe he's the best coach of all time. Think about that. The best coach of all time, Cap. And you think about the NFL history, including the playoffs. Like Andy Reid will not reach Don Shula's lofty, 347 wins in the playoffs. Bill Belichick at 333. George Hallis on the Bears, 324. But Andy Reid's at 284. I mean, there is an opportunity for him to try to get as close to 300 as possible. But the point is, though, is that think about who he was. We gotta, you, you can't tell the story of Andy Reid unless you tell the story about him with the Eagles first. Now, sure. Getting to the Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. But he's always a bridesmaid. But now with the right quarterback and the right system and allowing, as Mahomes said, for him to be himself, to have Travis Kelsey almost bowl you over without any repercussion, you saw that on the sideline, did you not? Correct. Kelsey almost knocked the big guy over. And after the game, they asked him about it. He goes, I I love the passion. I got no problem with that. None. Uh, The other thing is, think the role the Bears played last night because they fired... Andy Reid in Philly on the same day the Bears fired Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. Four days later, after the Bears inquired about Andy Reid and were told $3 million a year, which back then was big money, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Of course, because you're cheap at that point. Yes. They're not now. And it took 16 days to hire Mark Tressman. It took the Chiefs four days to go $3 million a year in. Then Ryan Pace says, I'll take Mitchell Trubisky, and leaves Mahomes on the board for them. Yeah. And Mahomes is Achilles Smith in a Bears uniform. 312-332-ESPN-332. the dope with a B on his hat. Same difference. He, he would Same. be, look, he would be a, a the best quarterback in Bears history had he been drafted by the Bears. He would not be, we would not be saying, is he the GOAT this morning? Brother, I don't know that. I actually don't know that He's, because because it's it's more than individual talent as you know in football. Agreed. Cap. It's more than just the the man, but it's about the infrastructure around it, not just from the organization standpoint. Who are you drafting? Free agency because Patrick who's Mahomes, coaching you? Oh, well, I mean, all that matters. Stability also matters. You, we could we could hue and cry about Mahomes in a Bears uniform. I saw that meme last night. Him wearing number fifteen in blue and orange. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he's the elixir to fix everything for the Bears. Bad defense, bad offense, bad front office, Ted Phillips. I mean, uh, that's the thing. I mean, the whole thing that we continue to talk about with the Bears all the time is it's not just who the quarterback is, but what's around the quarterback. Correct. Like, like, to me, the conversation of who's at nine 
is as important as who's at one in this draft coming up. As far as polls and, and Warren being on the same page, Iberflus being the head coach, what are you doing defensively? Like All these things are all-encompassing to make a team. The reason why that we are so high on the Lions is because they finally got the infrastructure right. Correct. It's, it's not about one guy. That is correct. It's about the team. And with, with, with Patrick Mahomes' cap and a Bears uniform, oh, God. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Like, like, so what makes the Chiefs a good team? Listen. It's culture, man. I, I got brought into this culture. Um, Alex Smith was leading this team. Um, they had the, the pieces in place, and Coach Reed was the, the ultimate leader. And I got brought in, and I just kind of try to exemplify that and, and keep pushing them to be even better. And um, that's why in moments like this, we had guys come through, and um, it, it truly is special. It really is special um, just to, to be able to say we're back-to-back champs. <laughs> Cap, all the fires around him, his dad in trouble, his brother being a jackass, his wife, all the stuff around him. And Mahomes... He has the temerity, the time to go to reach back and give you an Alex Smith reference. How about that? I mean, how thoughtful is that? After the Super Bowl, it goes back to Alex Smith. He gives you that. I mean, that's what you want, right? It was amazing. Uh, Amazing. Well, just the, the, the face of the franchise, one, but two, knows how to say the right things at the right time and then be able to, to produce in the biggest stages. That's Patrick Mahomes. It, it, it's you know we can talk about Tom Brady and Joe Montana and Peyton Manning and John Elway and, and Terry Bradshaw, all these guys that have multiple rings. Yeah, this guy is a complete package. Mahomes, the, the whole deal. And a buddy of mine who works for the Chiefs, he said, "Dude, he's a better guy than he is a football player, and he's th- maybe the goat." It's crazy. He said, "What a great dude to deal with." So let's ask you, you that question as well. You watched the Super Bowl. You saw what happened. With Kansas City defeating San Francisco 25-22. Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? 312-332-3776. Not a GOAT. The GOAT. Elgin, here's Garrett on Cap and J. Hood. Garrett, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Just uh, preface this. I am the biggest Chiefs fan this side of the Mississippi River. and I am loving life this morning. Uh, is Mahomes the GOAT? You know, he needs those rings, but it's hard to argue these last five years. He's, what, a D4, two inches from lining up offside and a brain fart of Andy Reid, possibly having five Super Bowls. So, biggest Chiefs fan, you never, you're never out of it. Like, it's amazing to watch. My son's six. He doesn't know how lucky he's going to be to be already witnessing four Super Bowls. It's amazing, you know. So it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, ha- have a great day. Enjoy your championship. He said he's the biggest Chiefs fan east of the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. My buddy Mike Archer was, he said, my blood pressure, he texted me like three hours after the game. My blood pressure is just coming down. He's a chief season ticket holder, but lives here. That's just amazing. And by the way, my partner was there. I mean, <laughs> Cap knew that the Bears are going to get bludgeoned and arrowhead, but he went anyway because Cap wanted to experience, you know, the tailgate, everything else around it, and just that feeling of championship football is palpable in that city, isn't it? It's un. Believable how they do things. First class and fan base was amazing and it was insane. Their run's not stopping anytime soon, but that means we've got to come out of the NFC. Sure. Get the quarterback. Stop with this nonsense because one team at Debo Samuel and Ayuk and McCaffrey and this guy and that guy, they didn't win. Right. 
The other one had McCall Hardiman, who, McCall Hardiman, do you know where he was? They asked him, where were you at the beginning of November? He goes, I was a jet. He was a jet? Yeah. Ends up catching the game-winning touchdown in overtime. MVS. Oh. Uh, obviously, Kelsey, a great player. Who else? I mean, a seventh-round pick in Pacheco. Good player. But they didn't have all these weapons like the 49ers. And because of that cap, they are the closest to the Patriots that we've seen. Correct. Because you saw what Bill did for Tom. Here's an accountant. Here's a sanitation worker. Here's a guy that played in the secondary. We're going to flip him as wide receiver. We're okay, a quarterback from Kent State for you. Yeah, go ahead. What do you mean, go ahead? Where's my elite wide receiver? No, this is what we're going to go with. We're not going to pay through the nose for wide receivers. So go ahead. So you want me to win with this guy? This guy is five foot nothing, hundred nothing. You want me? Yeah, yeah. Throw him the football. Yeah. Well, listen, we're fine. Just do your job. And that's how they won championships. Mm-hmm. Brady won with less. And the same thing here with Mahomes. A bunch of guys with skillets for hands. Yeah. They had more drops than any team in the league this year. Valdez, Scantling. Like, I mean, guys like that. But somehow, some way, with all the miscues. See, that's what makes the story great for me, Cap. Because it was not a, a finished product. It wasn't like they had elite, elite players across the board offensively. They got drilled by the Raiders on Christmas. Remember this? Yeah. yeah. This is why people kept betting against them. After the Dolphins game, in their first playoff game, being an underdog against the Bills, the Ravens, and the 49ers in the Super Bowl, people thought, at some point, their day's coming. Their day never came. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? We talk about that, and if you're on hold, you will be on the air. We talked to you about the Super Bowl last night. Cap and Jay Hood, not only on ESPN 1000, but also on 100.3 FM HD 2. Checkmate 1-6, suppression on target. That's why I see him in my shot. Shot or no shot with Cap'n J Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in my shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Cap'n J Hood Morning Show. On ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Now time for Shot or No Shot. And it's brought to you by ESPN Bet. Now live in Illinois, baby. Sign up today. New users get 100 bucks in bonus bets with any sports book bet. We say good morning to Shea W. North. Good morning, boys, on a Super Bowl Monday. The Kansas City Chiefs have done it again. How are we feeling? Feeling good. Awesome. Loved it. Won some money. Yeah, loved it. I learned a lot about the Super Bowl coverage. Snapchat's still a thing, huh? Oh, Snapchat's huge. No, I'm just saying, like, to, to have a Super Bowl commercial, that surprised me. Did you see that? I mean, it was quick. But quick. Snapchat.com had his, I was like, wow, okay. A 30-second spot, $7 million. They're losing subscribers, so that's why they had to advertise. Pretty good. Cap, you should have got, uh, got the Cap and Jay Hood show a spot. You, you got the money. Oh, yeah. You should have gotten us a 30-second spot. Catch us on the ESPN Chicago app. It would have been great. Can you that imagine? That would have been amazing. You got the money. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I mean, I, I, I love that spot. Could you imagine Captain J. Hood? He loves us. Captain J. Hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Captain J. Hood brought to you by Jesus. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I'd be me washing your feet. And then, oh and, then, and then, you know, absolutely. And a nice spot. Captain J. Hood. And you got like good karma brands on the. Oh, my God. What if we great. just said, Caleb is coming. Take that. Captain Excuse J. me. Hood. <laughs> mm. He's mm. what? Mm. 
It's like the Michael Sarah commercial. <laughs> Let my cream hydrate you. He will be <laughs> absurd. He will be arriving soon. Caleb Williams, Cabin J Hood, Mornings, ESPN One Thousand, Chicago. Take that. Caleb is coming. All of those Justin Fields stands out there. They're like, oh god. Now we got it. Seventy-three more days of listening about Caleb. You're damn right. I'm gonna feed it to you. Shove it down your throat. Okay. <laughs> we, we should maybe get to shit. Yeah, can, can we do our show now? Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's do our show. Let's All right. go. All right, we're, we're talking about one isolated guy on Twitter. That's the whole oh, show. No, no, the whole world. Don't take the cheese. All of them are out there. You, you like dairy? Because you like the, you take the Trade cheese the a pick. lot. Trade the pick. F off. All right, well, here you go. This will work for you, Kaplan. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl last night with Patrick Mahomes. He gets us. Becoming, Kaplan J. Hood. <laughs> becoming the first Super Bowl uh, repeat winners since Tom Brady and the Patriots in 03 and 04. Chiefs pulled this off in a season where the offense was maligned all year. They didn't have the weapons, the wide receivers stunk, drop passes, all of that. The roster just not good enough, people said, including myself. Shot or no shot. Last night proved drafting a quarterback more important than quote unquote building a team. Look, That's you've got to have the quarterback. That's a shit to win it all. What? You've got to build your roster. Yes, you got to have good players. The Bears roster is markedly better, and they got a lot of avenues to get better this year. Seventy plus million in cap space, the number nine pick. But you got to have the quarterback if you aspire to win. Period. That's a shot. Everything is about the quarterback getting that right first. Exactly. And, and you and I came up from an era in which it's the line. The line and the running back. You can throw anybody back there. Just have someone to make sure they don't turn the ball over, hand the ball off to the running back. Our era is, as we grew up, get the line right. Make sure your defense is stout. Because all the NFL films, go back to the old NFL films. It was about strong defenses. In the 60s and 70s and yes. 80s. Make sure your defense is strong. Your offensive line is holding up for the running back so it can get three yards in a cloud of dust. That's what the old NFL is. But no, you need a great defense. The Bears' defense is on its way to being very, very good. You do need an old line. But stop with the, we got to trade it and get Marvin Harrison. And then we got to, no, I don't see any of those on the Chiefs. I don't. You, uh, Shea is right. Well, well Shea's asking the question, but, but ultimately... You got to get the quarterback right. You could build on the. If you had the quarterback right, you could build on it for a decade if it's right. Correct. It starts there because things have changed in the NFL. Cap. Get me a quarterback. Shake. And just think about the team on the other side too. San Francisco had seven All Pro players. Seven. That's building the team. What did they not have? The quarterback. Uh, Andy Reid, now a three-time Super Bowl champion after winning his third in five years last night. He's elevated himself into the conversation of all-time great, if not being number one on that list. And he confirmed last night he will be back next year to chase a three-peat with the Chiefs, despite rumors he would retire with a win. Love it. Shot or no shot, if you were Andy Reid, you would retire. No shot. For what reason would you retire? You have a great staff around you. You have a great team around you. you got an owner that pays you gobs of money. You're happy, he said. I love what I do every single day. For what reason? So you can hit the five guys every afternoon? Stop. And you can, and you can still do that, by the way. Correct. <laughs> and, and be the head coach. Hit the five guys yeah, every no. day. Well, no way I'd retire. 
You know, this is not a so it's a no shot. I would not retire. But the the other thing is, and I understand the question because the question is, would you like to leave on top? I totally understand that that good feeling of man, we won the Super Bowl three years out of five. You know what? I think it's time to leave. I'm gonna leave on on top. There is a philosophy to that. But you know, Andy Reid, it's not like one of these things, Cap, that he's chasing ghosts. It's not like, well, I, I got to get to where Belichick is or I got to get where Chuck Knoll is with his 4-0 record, um, most wins by head coach. It's not even about that. It's just about his enjoyment around people that he likes to work with. That's Nagy. That's Patrick Mahomes. That's Travis Kelsey. He just likes to go to work every day. He does. I get it. I heard him talking. He said, I love my staff. We, everybody gets along. We've got this great thing going. He said, my owner's the greatest. Let's go. There's been some darkness in his family and his life. And if this brings him joy at the age of 60, let him continue to have his joy. Football is his joy. Agreed. Tumultuous around his family, as we well know, well documented. That's going on in his life, Cap. So at 60, if this brings him the most joy, keep coaching. Just, just don't give it to, to he's going to keep coaching so that way Nagy can go and get himself another head coaching job. He doesn't have to hand the torch over to him. Right. He's six, 65. He'll be 66 March 19th. He's been married to his wife since 1981. He's just a happy guy coaching football, man, and eating a cheeseburger. Oh, he's 60. You say 66? You say He'll it? be 66 in, on March 19th. Okay. Okay. All right, Jay. All right, early in the game, both defenses were extremely hyped up. Tony Romo kept talking about that first quarter, the Niners' defense flying around the field. They were also flying onto the field. Dre Greenlaw sprinting onto the field after a punt tore his Achilles. Shot or no shot, this is the unluckiest injury you've ever seen. Yeah, that's a shot. I mean, okay, so, Cap, let's go through the archives of injuries that we've seen on television or in person. Okay, so that injury is a freak injury. That's, the, that's really the embodiment of a freak injury. Yeah, horrible. So what about Dave Dravecki? You remember that, right? That was Wrigley Field? I don't know if it was at Wrigley. I don't think it was at Wrigley. You remember him throwing a, a, a pitch and then... Grabbing his arm. You're writhing in pain. Because he cancer. had can- he had cancer. Mm-hmm. That one was horrific. When he snapped his arm. Horrific. Uh, the Eisman. Well, that was not a freak injury. He was an injury. That's because Lawrence Taylor fell on him, right? Went to tackle him and snapped his leg. So I, I throw out the Dravecki card. Is there anything else that's even close to that kind of freak injury? Uh, Leslie Frazier tearing his ACL when the Bears were up by a billion in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Returning a punt. Yeah. That was a bad one. But those are like in the heat of the moment. Derrick Rose making a move at the United Center. Oh, oh Derrick Rose. Yeah. But this one, oh boy, just running onto the field, down he went. You remember the story in the week, too, that the Niners were upset that their practice field at UNLV was soft. They were trying to find another option because they, they didn't like the field they were practicing on. Any blame go to that for Dre Greenlaw Blowing his Achilles, just running onto the field. I wouldn't think so. It wasn't that field. It was you're talking about a practice facility. I wouldn't think it had anything to do with it. I heard Canty try to make that parallel this morning on Sportsman, like five to seven on ESPN one thousand. That was a head scratcher for me when I heard him say that. It's like, okay, so you practice on one field, 
you've been playing on the field of play at the Super Bowl, and now you get injured. I don't. I didn't see the parallel. Maybe yeah. something I'm missing. Yeah, I don't see a parallel. Because Yari was playing on it before that injury occurred. That wasn't like at the beginning of the game. Right? Yeah. It was, it, it was like late first quarter, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So I didn't... I heard that. I didn't. I thought that was a disconnect. I could be wrong about that, but I didn't think. I didn't think so. I think Achilles injuries, especially, are just totally freakish. Like I have a friend who tore his Achilles walking down his porch steps. Oh. It just pops. Like it's one of those freaky yeah, injuries that, that can just pop. Me. <clears throat> that's brutal. Jeez. All right. What else do we have? Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Elected in overtime this is a big conversation to take the football. They won the coin toss. They took the ball first, despite the fact both teams get a guaranteed possession. His explanation was, we wanted the ball third with a chance to go win the game in sudden death. Shot or no shot? This was a mistake. Uh, shot. Absolutely. Especially when Chris Jones said, because Shanahan was getting questioned, and he said, well, we thought if we got a field goal and they get a field goal, we get the ball back sudden death and we're going to win. We're going to take it down and beat them. And Chris Jones said, um, if they got a touchdown and an extra point on us and we got the touchdown back, we were going for two. So Shanahan's logic would never have worked out. They would have gotten a stop and won the Super Bowl or given up two and lost. His analytics department was right there for him, Cap. It was. The buzz down to the tower. Yeah, if we get the ball, if we, if we win the coin flip, we take the ball first. Yeah. Analytics, because, because that's what it is. It's what you just laid out. It, we're going to play for sudden death. No, you play for the victory if you can. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will not buy that Shanahan did not understand the overtime rules. I can't buy it, Cal. I just, I, he's too smart of a, a coach not to understand how things have changed. Oh, he knew the rules because he said after, we, we, we thought we'll kick the field goal We'll stop them, or we'll, they'll kick a field goal, and then we'll get the ball back in sudden death. He knew exactly. I just, I just want to clarify that because that's, that's out in the ether this morning, you know. Yeah. That Shanahan was too dumb to understand that the overtime rules have changed. Yeah, no, no. He knew. I think he just had a lot of faith in his defense. He thought they would score first, and then the defense would stop him, and that's game. And Chiefs at that point were one for five on red zone possessions. You figure we can hold them to a field goal. Problem is... You really think Patrick Mahomes is going to go one for six? You give him that many tries, and now it's an overtime. This is his moment. I mean, you saw what happened, right? He goes, F it. I'm going to run this football and put us in a position to, to win. You saw what happened. Like, in that scenario, I think Romo might have brought this up in the broadcast. It's like nothing against Pacheco or Rice or Watson or some of these other guys on this football team, Vandel, uh, Valdez, Scantling, Kelsey. But I, I got to put it on my shoulders to at least set us up. To be able to score, you put. I mean, you saw him running with the football. That's what happened. Yeah, Nick Bosa was looking around like, like, wait, wait, wait. How did that happen? Yeah, sorry. Scrambles for the first down. And Bosa was amazing last night. Yep, yep. So was Karloftis. I that gave that out on <laughs> the air, <laughs> yeah, and when he recovered the the fumble, yeah, I'm yelling at my friends George and Guff, and I'm like. Here we go. Yeah. Now get me a sack or sack and a half. I got a shot at a MVP here. I thought of Hutchin last out. night when I saw Karloftis with that big play. I'm like, here we go. Karloftis getting his, his beak in there. That was good. It's great. <laughs> I saw that. He had a, half a sack, I think they gave him. Mm-hmm. And they gave him the fumble recovery. 
I'm like, oh, man. We have, Not to be. We've got Around the NFL, the Super Bowl overreactions edition of Around the NFL. That's coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and on our Twitch channel. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? It's time to look around the National Football League right here on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're with you until 10 o'clock. Then Mike Greenberg comes in at 10. Carmen and Yurko, 12 to 3. Waddle and Sylvie will cross talk with Carmen and Yurko at 2.30 as they go until 6.30. Black and Abdallah, 6.30 to 8. Followed by uh, game night with Q Myers on ESPN 1000. Around the NFL. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? All right, overreactions to the Super Bowl last night. The first one is Patrick Mahomes related. This guy's going to win more than seven Super Bowls. He's going to pass Tom Brady. I, the second half of his career would have to be such a clown car disaster to not surpass Brady. It's just going to happen. Like, I'm resigned to the fact this guy might win eight Super Bowls. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not. He's at three. I'm not going to go to eight Super Bowls yet. I'm not. Surprise, surprise. It's the most violent God sport. Smokey. Get out of there, Smoke. The the coach is not, probably not going to be there for the rest of his career. We'll see. Settle down. I'm not telling you he's not going to win another. But I'm eight. Yeah, five more. We'll I mean, see. But, Let it but happen. That, like, that's my point, though. You said it's a violent league. Somebody falling on him, a la whoever fell on Joe Theismann, would not would be a part of like clown car disaster. It would have to be such an absolute, unexpected, horrible disaster for him to not pass Tom Brady. You know, it's, since you've given him the stamp, and many others have given him the stamp, Shay, of you know, the greats of all time, the best quarterback that you've seen, he doesn't have to surpass Brady to get there. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to win eight to be the GOAT. Jay Moore. What happens if he doesn't win another one? Like, this is just it. Is he still considered the GOAT or your thoughts? So if he retired right now. Yeah. I'm no, done. He still played, but he just didn't get there. Never got there. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers with his one. It'd be a discussion, man. It would. If he played another... 12, 15 years and never won another one? Yeah, there would be people that said, nope, I got to go with Tom. It would certainly stain his legacy if he doesn't win again. I I just love Tom Brady. This is why I I stop short of saying that Mahomes is the greatest I've ever seen at the quarterback position because, again, I'm an 80s kid that saw some of the all-time greats. And by the way, Mahomes and Brady passed both of those, all those quarterbacks. Think about who we saw, Cap. Think who we saw at the quarterback position. Montana and Fouts and Elway and Plunkett and Moon and and all these great quarterbacks. I mean, Brady and Mahomes passed up all those guys. Will he win eight? No, I don't think he'll win eight Super Bowls. What I'll say is is that 
throwing the football, being able to harness that offense. I, I just think that I haven't seen anything quite like what Mahomes can bring. And this is saying with Tom Brady in the same conversation. And Tom, by the way, not a system quarterback. He, he won more with less than I've ever seen at the quarterback position. That's why I still give Brady his flowers. Where, where's those elite wide receivers he worked with? He had one. He had Randy Moss, who they gave up a fourth-round pick to get you know, late in his career. He also it. had Gronk. He had Gronk at tight end, no question about it. Where's those elite wide receivers that he had over the, <laughs> over the years to win a championship? I just, I, I just will not turn a blind eye to, to Brady's greatness, but Mahomes is, to me, right there in that same conversation. Eight, no, but boy, the greatness is right there. I mean, they're in the, they're in the midst of a dynasty. It, it's just great to watch. I love watching greatness like this, Shay. To your point about the talent, too, Hoodie, like, this is the year that really sold me on it. I said last year he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. This year I'll elevate him to greatest because, to your point, there were no elite wide receivers on this team. Nope. Where's his Randy Moss? Where's his Tyreek Hill? He had yeah. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Sky, Sky Moore was on this team. They had Kadarius Tony healthy scratched because he's a looney tune. And Nicole Hardman catches the game-winning pass. Jay, Jay Moore sheepishly comes in with, well, Julian, Julian Edelman was good. He was. He was decent. He was really yard good. receiver and a yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Had, had no other choice. Just do your job, quarterback. But that's it. That's all he had. He didn't really have much, like you said. (laughs) Hey, listen, man. Julian Edelman, uh, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan. That's an elite lacrosse team. (laughs) And they said, okay, win with that, Tom. Okay, I will. Now, what else? Welker was solid. Edelman was solid. Yeah. But star? No, they didn't have that. All right. What else is on your overreaction list, sir? Uh, Just a, a... Add on to this quickly. Chiefs plus 450 to win the Super Bowl next year. Last summer in the preseason, they were plus 600. The summer before that, when they also won, they were plus 1020. This is the best bet in sports. It's going to be plus money every year. You got like a, basically a 50-50 shot. You just bet the, bet the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl plus money every year. Uh, as for Kyle Shanahan, guy just fabulous coach. Cinderella turns back into a pumpkin when... They get to the big game. I, I thought taking the ball was a mistake. What I thought was worse was kicking the field goal. Fourth and four, you get down into that territory. You know you're giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, and your goal in taking the football was to get the third possession. You can't kick a field goal. Yeah, I disagree there. Fourth and four. If I had Mahomes as my quarterback, or you want to make that argument? I'll, uh, I could. You could convince me. It's Brock Purdy. They've been struggling. The Chiefs' defense is really, really good. If he doesn't kick the field goal, now all Kansas City needs is a field goal with a guy who just banged one through from 57. It's amazing. It's yeah. a record. Yeah, no. I'm kicking the field goal there. And Shea, my defense has got to do better than it did. Shay, think about it. You don't trust Purdy in that spot. It's not about whether or not I trust him. It's about him giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes. And, oh, like, no. the defense has to do better. They got him to fourth down. It's just Patrick Mahomes was there. I feel like when you're if you take the ball, you know you're giving it to Mahomes, and you know you're resting your chances on a third possession and a try at it to win the game. You got to go for a touchdown. You got to assume it's like when the, when a dealer flips a face card in blackjack. You have to assume the other card's a ten. You got to gamble. Yeah, I disagree. He had to kick the field goal there. He should have taken the shouldn't have taken the ball at the start. That's correct. That's one. But Purdy in that spot, though, is not getting that touchdown. Third quarter, he should not have gone seven consecutive passes and get away from Christian McCaffrey. 
running the football. Thought that was bad. And until he wins one, stop anointing this guy as football Jesus on the sideline. He's blown three 10-point leads in the Super Bowl because he forgets to run the damn thing. But he has a bouquet, though. How about football Moses? Mm, yeah, I can't go. <laughs> his rod and his staff will comfort you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> But but not uh-huh. enough. But not enough though. He's not great, enough. He's a great coach. Yeah, he is. But well, he's not won the ring. Sorry. Closer to a, a fantastic offensive coordinator versus being head coach. Keep your keep your beak out of the book. Yeah, there's some strategy you got to think of from your gut. Yeah. I think Andy Reid is, is about analytics. I mean that guy. He he uses it, but he's got his own thoughts. That's my point. Use analytics. All right. What are we thinking here? Here's what the number. You know what? My gut being doing this for however many years he's done it, decades, tells me this. That's my problem with the idiocy of, nope, we're going all analytics here. That's stupid. I just, Shanahan makes no sense to me in these big moments. I don't even think it's an analytics issue. It's just like, I texted you in the start of the third quarter, and you brought it up, seven straight passes. I mean, you you have a 10-3 lead to start the third quarter. You get the ball back after a wild interception, just a terrible decision by Patrick Mahomes. You go three and out. All three plays were passes. One of them ended up counting as a rush because it was a scramble from Brock Purdy, but it was a pass concept. You get 10-6, get the ball back again, three and out, three straight passes. And I'm like, run the effing ball. It's, yeah. Every time you give it to McCaffrey, you're getting positive yards. You're making a difference in the game. Run the ball. You have the lead. It makes no sense. And then my problem is you're going to be so aggressive with a lead that you're throwing the football that much. And then on fourth and four in overtime, knowing Mahomes is on the other side, you get conservative with the field goal. Yeah. Why do you pick and choose your moments? Either be aggressive or be conservative. Yeah, Kansas City, by the way, you want to keep them on the sidelines, their offense on the sidelines as much as possible. What's your hurry? It's the third quarter. Run the football. Take time off the clock. Matriculate the ball down the field. Get a pretty comfortable. And then score. I mean, that's as, as simplest basic form as I could tell you, Cap. You, that ultimately, you want to keep Mahomes on the sidelines. Yes. You? I mean, that's – and then how you do that, you run the football. Correct. So I just, I just thought it was very odd. Can you sneak in one more, sir? Got one more? Yeah, Steve Spagnuolo last night I thought was absolutely fantastic. And it's another time now. I've already seen it on some websites. His name's going to be in head coaching circuits again next season. I, I, I don't think Spags should be a head coach again. I think he's perfect right where he is. He should Jim Schwartz this. Be one of the highest paid defensive coordinators. He's one of the best. I thought blitzing Trent McDuffie on that third and six to force a field goal from the Niners was Brilliant. I mean, you talk about having stones. He was not going to, he's not going to even try to get a head coaching job again. He's 66 years old. I just saw it this morning, Cap, on a couple websites. Spag should get a head coaching chance again. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. You are perfect right where you are. Yeah. I'm paying him millions of dollars. He's got a great unit. Let's go. I can make the case that the distinguishing characteristic of Kansas City outside of Mahomes and his will is the defense. Is that, that to me, more times than that, when we talk about the Chiefs, it's about how strong their defense was in big spots, especially in the playoffs. I mean, yes, we can bash their receivers and, and Travis Kelsey for dropping the football, but their defense has been stout. If you didn't believe during a regular season, I will give you the Ravens game. Holy smokes. How about that? How about that? I mean, you're, you're, you're a four-and-a-half-point underdog, and the defense came to play, and they bottled up Lamar Jackson in a big way. So I... I I think that that stands out more so than anything else. Mahomes is one 
But 1A definitely is that defense. I love what they were able to do to slow down the opposition. Really good. And if I'm Spagnolo, you know, I am the head coach of my defense. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. I keep getting rings. I keep getting, making big money, and I love the group I coach. Coming up next, Chicago Bears, you are on the clock. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10.